Good afternoon. I have an amazing lady with me today. Her name is Gladys Ajimai. She is the founder and leader of the Black Women's Link Project. She's a mother of two children and a grandmother of three. She has lived and worked in London, in the London Borough of Islington for over 30 years. She grew up in Ghana, West Africa. She worked in Islington supporting vulnerable adults in the community. She has a degree in health studies and social policy and has completed training in Talk for Health and Freedom Works UK Be Free Leadership Programme. Welcome Gladys. It's wonderful to have you here on the broadcast. What inspired you to start the Black Women's Link Project? What inspired me to set up the Black Women uh, Project is very simple. I just want to add something. I'm also part of the community group called Cali uh, Connect uh, us in Caledonia Road area. Mm. But back to the question you asked me, what inspired by um, creating this wonderful organization that I use my own experience. Mm. I use, I talk to women in my own community. Mm. Uh, I volunteer with uh, an organization that's looking after uh, let's say vulnerable um, mm. women with this give birth multiple children that uh, we need to support. Mm. So my role is going to their house, mm. uh, sometimes taking care of the children so that the, the mother will have a self care. Mm. If they have um, appointment, GP mm. appointment, uh, I, I'll be accompanying mm. them to go with them, and sometimes go park or find uh, community resources so that they can have learn and gain co more confidence for themselves. So this is part of the, the role. Sometimes some mothers, they don't mm -hmm. speak English at all. Mm -hmm. They don't have family mm -hmm. live nearby. Mm -hmm. So my role was helping them to mm -hmm. find community resources mm -hmm. such as library, uh, food bank, because mm -hmm. they are, the money they have Right. Um, it, it's not mm. enough so that their kids can have uh, clothing and yeah so that was my role so it helped me to gain more experience mm. and add my own experience right. because I'm a, a mother of two right. I raised my children by myself and that what I want to add with that I came I'm Ghanaian come from West Africa like you said earlier uh, when I was coming I have siblings here. Right. They are much older than me. Mm. So I said, oh yeah, I'm going to London. My my brothers will look after me, or my siblings will look after me, because they are much older than me. Mm. When I got here, everything completely different. The British way of life mm. different. Mm. Nobody can look after you as mm. you expected. Because we Africans or people in African descent, mm. we thought that uh, people who are older than us can show us the way. But living here mm. for a while and see that, so okay, understand that. So going to their house and speaking, they don't understand my point mm. and I don't understand them. Mm. So create a big conflict between us. That's mm. okay, I'm on my own now. I have mm. my, my, my mm. child mm. and then, uh, my daughter earlier and later I had my son. Right. So it's my myself and my children mm. living alone for for a long time right. so combine all this mm. then i create this organization wow so that's, this powerful. Is the 
that's powerful, that's powerful. Um, it's interesting because you mentioned that when you came here, you had this expectation because of you know, the fact that you grew up in Ghana and you're used to growing up in a community where everybody looks after each other and that you had, I sense that you had the expectation that coming to England mm-hmm. would be the same, especially because your family are here. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting hearing that that expectation wasn't met yes. and that the culture that your family were mm-hmm. accustomed to, you know, that created a bit of a barrier in yeah. your communication. Yeah. Um, can you just say a little bit more about your role? Um, what role was you playing when you was looking after the lady that you mentioned, uh, who had English as a second language and she was a single mother? What role was that that you was doing? Oh, that role is uh, she. The place she was living is very poor. Right. Um, I go to her house, mm. very dumb, and mm. very, it's it's not the it's just the standard anyway. And she just arrived in this country so he joined the that particular organization that i was in volunteer oh so, so he was a volunteer in, like a family yeah, worker yeah, yes like volunteer right. family worker oh you're a volunteer yeah. family worker. so uh, they pay me to look after her take care about right. two days a week right and i found out she can't speak english at all so just taking her so okay i advise her you know i'm going today i'm going to take you to the library mm. and register a library so that you can go and mm. read if you are bored, if you are so much isolated. And so they give a card, they give a baby um, list. This that the I think libraries, some libraries have um, baby clinic oh, so that right. she can take mm. um, the baby to the clinic. I also went few times with them to take the baby to clinic. For, for for checkup right and I also find out that she needs uh, baby clothing food so right. where I live I contact them and I took her to that place they give her a, a, a baby clothes and mm. I sample information for her to get um, food bank food that must have been a really interesting oh. role working with somebody that doesn't speak English. Yes. That must have been quite challenging yes. to engage yeah. and meet her needs if yeah. she couldn't communicate. Yeah, it's what a broken it is. one. So she can she can speak and understand and broken the language though. Mm. I think we work perfectly. And it sounds like with that role you was helping her to become included within the community. Yes. Yes. And your role was quite vital in as much as the fact that she was dealing with the practical aspects of loneliness. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like she was a single parent yes. as well. So yes. that role that you were playing was yeah. really crucial. And yeah. this actually fed into you wanting to pioneer mm. your organisation, yeah. seeing yeah. how society in Britain yeah. is affecting people that are coming, maybe, maybe asylum seekers, yeah. Yeah. Uh, people like yourself that have come over to mm. establish a new life. Yes. Um, yeah, thank you. Is there anything more that you wanted to share? Yeah, so um, so by doing this to support women, then I got this idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Then I say, what can I do? I, I see uh, one particular lady, I think I spent mm-hmm. it before we did. Mm-hmm. And this woman, she got pregnant five months, she see mm-hmm. uh, her partner. Even that person that I'm saying that she can't speak English, herself, partner ran away mm. so they have things in common and they're all st- stuck in a uh, small flat no no mm. no anywhere so doing this that's okay what can I use this mm. combine my own combine my own experience mm. 
and the experience that I have and put it together. Mm. And at that time, 2011, if you remember, right. there was a national news that was talking about mm. uh, the, the impact of loneliness. Mm. And I said, okay, London is not friendly. Mm. Yeah? We don't talk. We don't say hi. And I remember my first job in a, uh, working in a hospital and seeing people, they can talk to you. The next morning they see you, they pretend that they are not seen before. So we live in an individualistic uh, society that, uh, please, I'm here, don't come to me. Mm. And if you are a woman, if you're a black woman, you working in a workplace mm. with discrimi discrimination, uh, we don't have a voice. Mm. And when you speak, you're loud. Mm. Uh, when you, so, so this is the idea for me to gather all this information to create this organization. Amazing, absolutely amazing. I think there's more for you to elaborate on, but... Um... Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, it's very simple. So especially working in a hospital, I just want to point that. I, I'm a new to this country. Then seeing somebody, oh, hi, and you talk to that person, nice. And the next morning you see that person, they look at you at the top of your head, and they pretend that they never see you before. And where I live, I think I can count how many people I can speak to. So all this is part of me preparing myself to create this uh, organization. Thank you so much. Um, so we're talking about the uh, impact of loneliness. We're looking at, uh, we're hearing from Gladys some of the issues that she's encountered here in Britain. Also um, learning about how loneliness can impact people in the community. She's spoken about somebody that she was working with who has English as a second language, mm -hmm. a single parent, um, is not fully included within the society. So um, moving on from this question, can you tell us a little bit more about how your work um, is working with... Um, loneliness and isolation and the difference between the two because recently when we, you spoke I learned mm. from what you shared that there's a distinct difference between loneliness and isolation so one what is the main difference and two in the work that you're doing how are you actually helping the ladies that are connected to you yeah um, loneliness and social isolation is completely different yeah loneliness is about how you feel about yourself it's subjective feeling. Mm. It's not the, the number of people. Mm. It's the quality relationship that you have with other, other people. Mm. Yeah. So it can be people, mm. somebody, they live with their husband, their wives, their, their, their friends. They are in a crowd. But the way they feel, it's not, they're missing something that is they lacking something. What do you think that is? Um, it could be it could be their childhood experience that, that they didn't address. Or it could, it could be, be self esteem. Self esteem. It could be maybe the person face bully when mm. uh, they are young. Or lack of purpose. Yes, lack of purpose. It could be lack of belonging. Right. It could be. Um, having a relationship and it didn't work, right. uh, marriage, mm. divorce, mm. Uh, uh, this uh, bereavement. Could be the culture. Could be the culture. It's a culture that uh, the lady I was sp spoke to earlier, she can't speak English. 
and she came here and everything is completely different like mm. myself mm. it's a culture shock yes. yes the culture shock is about you coming here and you spread something that is different from what you know yes. before yeah so it could be so many stuff so when you grow up mm. then you face this obstacle stop you to draw draw from other people you kind of withdraw because of yeah. the challenges that are on the ground yes challenges on the ground they don't want anybody to come near you because you think that nobody uh, understand or your feelings or lack of empathy like yes like understanding that's it because mind you somebody can um have husband or wife we are not happy maybe one of them are treating one in in horrible way mm, mm. but we see them in uh, in a physical and they way they seem to be great yes, but great, inside but inside mm. so that person need to address that mm. and it's a lack of uh, uh, communication lack of connection social connection lack of social connection yes, yes. so we can withdraw from mm. the crowd yes we can withdraw from relationship even though you are in a relationship it's, so that's the difference is it's interesting that you say lack of collection because when I was with you guys recently, um, we were talking about belonging. Yes. And you were talking about the needs of black women in particular, their culture, yes. you know, where they've come from, mm-hmm. and that being in a, a society mm-hmm. that doesn't actually visibly value mm-hmm. the culture yes. of the women, that itself can also impact yes. on the well-being yes. and the connectivity of black yes. women. Yes. Imagine if you are probably uh, in a, um, a place mm. that... You don't. You can't see black people. It's only it maybe one one black person mm. working that uh, place, mm. and your view is not valid. Your your feeling is not valid. Yeah. Your your opinion is but not valid mm. because anytime you speak, oh, she's too loud. Oh, you are not you are not connecting. They they don't connect with you. They culturally culturally don't understand you so when someone doesn't understand you you don't feel belonging you're not part you spoke about um discrimination and stereotypes Mm -hmm. in a recent group Mm -hmm. um could you just elaborate elaborate on how that can impact on somebody's well-being and loneliness if there's discriminatory behavior or the stereotypical black women yeah because i think when you are in a place that people discriminate against you, you cannot withdraw because they show it to you that you are not part of that group. Your voice is not counting. Yeah, you are not important as them. So we're talking about superiority. That's it. So living in a place like that, you automatically show that. You are not. You are below. Some, you are below somebody. So what do you need to feel? What do you need to feel as a human being? You feel wow. very much isolated. Mm. And mm. social isolation and loneliness. Mm. When we feel isolated, mm. not part of that group or that workplace, it can lead you to loneliness. So I'm interested and I'm intrigued because why is it that some women, I mean, clearly we have got a national crisis Mm. and it's recognised by the government. And I think earlier you alluded to this politician, Joe Mm. um, 
Cox. So we, the, the evidence, you know, the problem that you're tackling, the evidence, the scientific data is there to back up everything that you say and what you're doing. But um, I, have a, I have a question. Why do you think that some women who experience, let's say, um, um, discrimination in the workplace mm-hmm. um, and they also are faced with stereotypes of black women in the workplace, yes. why is it that some women will be susceptible to becoming isolated but another black lady would actually use that to her advantage and as a stepping stone? What do you think is happening there? Because some women are doing really well. Mm-hmm. For example, recently I met the leader of Islington Council mm-hmm. Um, and we know that you know there's been institutional yes. and systemic institutional racism, racism yeah. within the establishment, mm-hmm. but yet still we're looking at a lady mm-hmm. who has not allowed the situation to affect her, and she's actually gone to the top. But then you might have somebody else who is overwhelmed and can't go. Why do you think that is? Um, it's about confidence. It's about you. You observe yourself and you see yourself that. I'm here and I deserve it to be here. So you're taking space you're taking because you place. respect yourself. Yeah, you're taking place. So you don't want me to be here, but I want to be here because the job that I'm doing is my own merit. It's not your merit. So either your issue that you have with me, I'm not going to look at that. Right. I'm going to do, look at what I want to, to, to achieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Early, early, uh, um, my, my daughter, when she was young, I feed her, I give her confidence that, Lord, mm-hmm. let me tell you, work hard, speak well, don't speak the way, listen to what I just said, I said to her, I'm African, don't advise that your man is speak different from you, but I want you to speak well, even I'm Ashanti, when you speak, you need to speak well, when you speak well, people listen to you. In the, in the group, mm, speak mm, well. Mm. I'm looking after you now. Eat, drink, do everything. That, that one part of cloud, I'm not going to say it. And sleep and learn. And you're going to do well. Believe yourself. So it's about how you believe yourself. Yes, yes, and people yes. around you, yeah. when somebody tells you something, mm. you value that yes, advice, like yes, what I said to yes. you. My, my daughter. Yeah, because even it's empowerment. That, yes, it's empowerment, yes. isn't it? Even though there's an obstacle can uh, come into your life, mm. you build yourself already. So I'm not going to allow you, mm, especially mm. people like Oprah Winfrey. Yes, exactly. Yes. 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 She got uh, a lot of uh, obstacles yes. in her early part of her life. Yeah. But she managed to overcome. Yes. Yes, it's yeah. still there. Yeah. But she's so overcome and helps a lot right. of people. And people like uh, Misha Obama. Yes. Yes. You know, yes. all black, powerful black women. Yes, a lot of women. You know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the 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 uh, obstacles have seemed to be insurmountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And they've still managed to, you know, climb. But yeah. I really appreciate what you were sharing about confidence and mm-hmm. self-esteem, but also I love what you, you, you shared about how you've encouraged your daughter, you've mm-hmm. empowered your daughter, mm-hmm. and you've fed her, you've built her up. Mm-hmm. So she's growing up with that sense of belonging yes. and knowing that she can achieve yes. whatever it is, because also you're being a powerful role model 
for her as well. So we're talking about, um, you know, the, the, the various things that we're confronted with um, as black women in society and Gladys has offered some really interested insights as to um, how some women may, be, may become overwhelmed and be prone to suffer from loneliness and isolation. But she's also given a really amazing example as to how women can overcome the obstacles mm-hmm. by choosing to um, be intentional about building up their confidence. Mm-hmm. It's about maybe being, connecting with people that can speak positively to you. Mm-hmm. Um, just before we finish, um, could you tell us um, how has the process been so far for you? Um, you started in April 2021. Mm-hmm. So what's the process been like for you with um, the Black Women's Link project? It's really fantastic. To run it, the response I'm, I'm having is, is mind-blowing, let me tell you. And the session, the women's session, uh, uh, online fantastic. one, is really successful fantastic. one. Um, I have so many uh, women to join me. The last session we did is a lady come from uh, Canada, and, wow. and frequently it's one lady. Few women also join me from US. Fantastic. And and it's really fantastic. People are now so through that. Uh, that person I was talking earlier is this yeah. the person that was on the Freedom Works. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. If no, another person that um, the head of Islington Council oh. referred me to him. He because I'm working with him uh, close closely. He put me to uh, Islington Magazine. They will contact me to uh, Islington Life. Islington Magazine is that the Islington Tribunal? No, it's oh. two different. I appeared both. One, you was in both. Yeah. <laughs> so through that, because I did face to face women's meeting as well. So oh. this man, because we worked together, I said, Gladys, I'm, we need to put your your story because you're helping a lot of women. So they put me in a, um, a Islington life. So okay. I appeared in I think October issues one, and. Recently, I think on the 12th of November, Fantastic. I'll be an interview as well. Fantastic. So. But you mentioned that you've done a, a, a in-person meeting, mm-hmm. which I wasn't aware of. I thought that all of the meetings were online. Yeah. Could you I, talk about that? Yeah, I did few. I did about three sessions. In person? In person. But what I've seen is that it's a bit slow at the moment because of the COVID. Ah. Where people are scared to come out. Mm. So it need a... Uh, uh, um, time mm. to build the people confidence. Right, right. But uh, online one is very successful one Fantastic. because uh, even recently uh, I put my name in in the app called Nextdoor. Nextdoor. In yeah. in in our area. Yes. Uh, people are contacting me to. Want They're to contacting come you to, on to there. That's the, absolutely the, fantastic. Join, yeah. join, join the. Uh, so it's helping you to expand yes. awareness of what you're yes. doing yes fantastic so if people want to connect with you people yes. that are listening yes. they might want to connect with you online how would they go about doing that if they want to connect they want to join me mm-hmm. they can contact me from my email right. my email is black women's link project at 
gmail.com fantastic and if you would want to sign up for the session they need to go to eventbrite right they can type on black women's linking eventbrite they will can see the list of the, the oh sessions. you've actually got a list of all yeah. of these sessions throughout yeah. the year that's throughout fantastic the year, up to january and are you on any social media yeah i'm not in uh, I'm not good at social media. I'm, 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 I'm working on it. So yes. now I'm in the process hiring um, trustees, okay. uh, chairperson and treasurer. And if somebody want to volunteer to help us to, for a, to do social media for, for us, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and just so that we can draw more people to, to us because when I was coming, I opened my email and I read somebody's emails. It was really fantastic. Said, oh, Gladys, I saw your your article, your project. I read in in Highbury neighborhood, and and it's really fantastic. And recently, she's she lost her husband, and to that, she doesn't have anybody, any family nearby. So see by seeing and reading the story. She congratulated me and said, I, I really want to join the, the, the project. So I'm looking forward to see a lot of people. I mean, Gladys, you're, you, you're doing such an incredible job as a pioneer of this um, charity. And it's, it's making a change and it's having an impact. And it's really amazing to see how the media is beginning to recognise the work that you're doing mm -hmm. and the significance of that. Yeah. And it's also just heartwarming to know that women all over the globe no matter where they are, because yes. we now have technology, yes. that people can actually connect with you globally. Yes. And, yeah, I think this can only be uh, something that's working in your favour. Yes. But I do get that, ideally speaking, it would be great to actually have a space where people can physically connect, but it is something that you're aware of the existing challenges and mm, with yeah. people's confidence growing yeah, in the because, near future, it will change. Because... The idea is people need to, we come together as the women, mm. come together and mm. share ideas together. Yes. We share your experience Fantastic. and I share my experience. Yeah. Maybe we share your experience, oh, I'm related to your experience. So it's education. Yes, We empower each other. Absolutely. So it's about meeting, meeting together because human being, we need a social connection. Connect, that's right. Yeah. Yes. So when we connect together. Yes. Yes. Everything went perfectly. Perfectly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You're. You're. What you're doing. I think you're. You're filling a void that is. Uh, in this country, where community is not really the, or connection yes. isn't really the emphasis. Yes. We, we lose that. So you're replacing that. You're bringing hope, and it's actually helping. Um, not just the group, but individuals within the group as mm -hmm. well. So this yeah. can only be a great thing. Um. So we're we we we're concluding our amazing um conversation. Um, there will be many episodes that are to follow. Um, so the uh, I'm gonna ask Gladys just to reiterate the email so that you can make contact with her and the Eventbrite details. Yeah, my email is black women women's with S, an S yes black women's Link, link project at gmail.com fantastic and on eventbrite you'll go to sign up from on eventbrite 
you 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 go to Eventbrite, then you type Black Women's Link, and it will come up. Come up, and they can just then follow you, them. Gladys, it's been absolutely amazing speaking with you. You really are an inspiration in the local community. We really do need more women like yourself who are not being overwhelmed by their circumstances, but yes. they're using the current circ- uh, the current challenges that they're experiencing yes. to not only find a solution for themselves, but ultimately to be able to meet the needs of other people that are going through similar mm-hmm. challenges as well. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really appreciate your time. And uh, until the next one, um, just keep winning and shining. And thank you for all that you're doing. Thank Thank you. you.